Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Well, let's take a break from the heaviness of the news for a second and follow something that I have been watching for a while just because it feels like we're turning a page in American media and American pop culture. The headlines, of course, if you've seen them, is that Netflix is going to stop doing their DVD by mail service. Now, most of us have not been doing that for a long time anyway, but then this just popped up today and I thought, wow, that's timely too. Best Buy to stop selling DVDs and Blu-rays. So this is a new moment, a new chapter in American media. I figured let's talk to somebody who's actually my favorite of the DVD services out there. Every time I go into Walgreens or Walmart, I'm standing there in front of the thing for at least a couple minutes seeing what's new, seeing what I want to watch. Uh, and that's Redbox. Redbox is still there. I love Redbox. And so I wanted to talk to uh, Chris Woolsey. He is the Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, which owns Redbox, about what is the future of Redbox. So, Chris, thanks for being here. Brian, thanks for having me. This is amazing. Yeah, and uh, it's good getting to know you. been talking to you for a couple months now and just kind of hearing what you guys are doing. Love, love the entertainment world and just hearing what's going on in it. Um, but what is the future for Redbox amid news like this? Well, that's a great question. So, you know, so many um, brands are cutting back on physical media. Obviously, you bring up two of the, the biggest uh, examples right now with uh, Netflix and Best Buy, uh, both cutting back. But we feel and we've seen that there is a large portion of the country that still enjoys physical DVDs and Blu-rays, whether it's, um, you know, families that are trying to get their entertainment for the week for just a few dollars or uh, collectors that just want to have that movie in their hands because they know that, you know, no online service that they have the movie on is eventually going to go out of business and they're not going to be able to watch that anymore. I was telling my kids about one of my favorite uh, versions of the movie, of the play Hamlet, and it wasn't available anywhere. And I had to go and buy a DVD from the 90s from a collector in Japan in order for my kids to watch it. And so that, that's just a goofy example of uh, how it can be challenging uh, when these movies do disappear from 
different services and you can't get them anymore unless you have physical physical copies. Well, I'm really glad to hear that because I, I would put myself in that nerd category too. I've got that region-free DVD player just for that kind of situation. <laughs> uh, that exactly. I order stuff from the UK that you can't get elsewhere and all that stuff. But but you're right. I, I it, is, um, it is a little bit limiting to know that, oh, well, I, I can't, you know, there's some weird stuff I try to find on streaming sometimes and it I can't even find it on YouTube half the time, but I can on DVD, old VHS and DVDs. So there are those of us uh, who are really happy to hear that there's still going to be that physical media. But I've actually discovered Redbox, you know, in, in the discussion that I've had with you, actually maybe even before that, that Redbox and Crackle, uh, you guys' streaming services, you know, have great content on there as well. And Redbox in particular, I didn't know had free content until not that long ago. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, most people know Redbox from our over 29,000 kiosks in um, stores around the country. But we also have, like with the brand Crackle uh, that we own, we also have Redbox free streaming. So we either have um, what are called fast channels, and those are more like traditional cable channels that are on your your uh, regional cable menu and you just pop those on and whatever's playing is what you watch. And we have dozens and dozens of those working in every genre that you could possibly imagine. But then we also have what are called AVOD channels. And those are uh, more of your or traditional uh, format where you go on and you can just pick whatever you want to watch. It's free. You just have to watch a couple commercials while you're watching your movie or TV show. But literally on Redbox, there are thousands and thousands of movies in every genre that you could possibly imagine. Uh, 55% of all American households are now using a uh, free ad-supported video service uh, in order to kind of supplement their subscription services. So with um, over half of Americans cord cutting now, uh, they, you know, most people have two, three, some four paid subscriptions, some, you know, even more. But People are scaling back in a lot of ways, and they're supplementing that with free ad-supported services like Crackle and Redbox. Well, I find that you almost have to, uh, you know, because there's only so much that I can watch on one service before I'm like, all right, let's see what I'm in the mood for something else. I want to try Crackle. I want to try whatever else it is. Uh, On the phone with us right now, Chris Woolsey, Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, which owns Redbox and Crackle. Um, This, I mean, this is obviously the wave of the future. This is where everything's going is online and streaming. I guess the biggest question that people ask me when they know that I have a background in television industry and stuff and you know the streaming world is they go hey how do you guys decide what you offer in any given moment on your streaming platform so I turn that question to you how do you decide that's a great question so um, a lot of times it depends on a what's available so we get we get what are called avails and these are long lists of movies that are available for us to license for particular windows uh, from the studios. And so we'll go, we have this amazing programming team that scours the studio landscape, finding all of these hidden gems all over the place. And, and so often, and I get the list every month for w- what they want me to talk about, and I'll look at the list and go, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That is an amazing movie. Three o'clock high. That's one of my, you know, I get all geeked out about these eighties films that they're, they're digging up. And, um, and it's just, it's super fun. But then what, what sets us apart in a lot of ways is 
uh, Crackle and Redbox has original content, so you can only watch it on Crackle and Redbox. And those are TV series and feature films that we actually produce in-house. And a lot of those are what are called sponsored content. So we'll create a series and have a sponsor, like we had a, a show called Pet Caves, about renovating your house and turning one of the rooms into a, uh, a cave for your pet. And that was sponsored by PetSmart. And so we'll have corporate sponsors that come on that help us shoulder the cost of production. And that way we can offer this content still for free to our fans. And yet uh, the, the sponsor gets the uh, advertising and commercial lift uh, from those products. So, so it, yeah. It, yeah, it just kind of depends what those relationships are like. Since we're talking content and we're in October, I was thinking about this ahead of talking to you. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I think, and this is just me. I have no data to back this up at all, so forgive me. <laughs> but I'm looking at genres, and I'm thinking maybe drama, but really the scary stuff, horror, which we're in the middle of October, it seems like there's more movies and content out there in that genre than any other. Am I crazy? No, you are not crazy okay. at all. I mean, if you go through, if you go to redbox.com and start scrolling through the free, I'm doing it as we speak here, and there are literally thousands and thousands of free horror films. And I think part of that is it's a little easier in some ways to make a horror film at a lower budget yeah. that people will still want to go see because scaring somebody can be fairly simply done. Um, not to say there aren't gigantic budget horror films, but uh, I think that's part of it. But man, I mean, you talk about an exhaustive catalog. Uh, if if it was Halloween every day, you would not run out of films to watch on right, Redbox. Right. Yeah, I think for the live stream that we do of uh, our daily show anyway, I think throughout October, uh, one of my suggestions was that we just drop a few frames out of it and make us look like we're jumping around a little bit to make it look scary. But nobody took me up on that idea. I thought it was great. Um, I like it. I'm going to vote for that one. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to tell them that you said that we could do Good. it. Um, let me ask you before we run out of time, is there anything that you want to highlight on Crackle or Redbox for that matter for October? Totally. Absolutely. Uh, some of my favorites. Um, and this is one that you just watch it and it just holds up so well. And that is, the 1978 classic, the one that started it all, John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. J Jamie Lee Curtis, um, one of her first projects. Uh, the great Donald Pleasance, who's one of my favorite actors of all time. And it, it was amazing. And ahead of talking to you, I, I always like to try and look up some of the film trivia. And some of the stuff on this was hilarious. Uh, not only was it like one of the, the first and most successful low budget films of all time shot for 300,000 and made millions in the box office, but uh, John Carpenter hired a, a young actor as one of the PAs on the set. And his name was Robert England. Uh, you might know him because he obviously went on to become Freddy Krueger in the Freddy Krueger franchise. So Freddy helped Michael Myers get started. If you can believe that. I did not know that. That's yeah, interesting. Crazy. And they shot it in, it was supposed to be in Illinois, hadn't the imaginary town of Haddonfield, Illinois, in obviously the fall, Halloween. And it was actually shot in the spring in Altadena and Pasadena, just down the street from me here in LA. And so, in order to make the exteriors look like it was fall, 
John Carpenter bought bags and bags of brown paper leaves, and the PAs had to throw them out of the back of pickup trucks onto the lawn while they were setting up the shots. And Robert England said one of the only things he remembers from the filming is John Carpenter screaming at him through a megaphone, is that as far as you can throw, England? That <laughs> just blows my mind that they don't, you know, it, it must be cheaper to actually shoot it right there where everybody's at instead of just driving to Illinois or whatever, you know, that, that always amazes me. Totally, yeah, transportation costs are just brutal and then putting up everybody in housing right. as opposed to letting them go home and eat dinner at their own house. Yeah. Well, I it, admission here before we run out of time is that I just... I just I'd seen Freddy movies. I'd seen many, many of the classic horror genre movies, but I had never seen Halloween until two weeks ago. And I just Are watched you it. Kidding me? I think I actually I, I watched it on your platform actually, and oh, I wow. I was amazed. I, it was really good. And then all of these other Halloween movies that spawned out of it, and then the Rob Zombie ones and all this stuff. I'm like right. I'm immersed in the the lore of those films now, and just finding out like why they did what they did and when and all that stuff. So, Chris, yep, yep. Uh, appreciate your time and your knowledge. You can just be our, our streaming correspondent from now on if that's all right. Oh, my gosh. I'm counting the days till I get to come back. Right? <laughs> well, amazing. in November, you'll have to tell us about, uh, you know, all your Christmas movies and stuff. So we'll have you back. We have an embarrassing amount of Christmas movies coming your way. So <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I said horror and drama were number one and two. But shoot, Christmas is right there with it, I'm sure. Um, Amen. Yeah. So we'll have you back. Uh, Chris, really appreciate your time. Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, which is the owner of Redbox and Crackle. Uh, we will have to talk to you soon. Thanks, man. All right. Look forward to it. We'll okay. see you, Ryan. We'll take a break Bye-bye. and we will be right back. Stick right here, 971 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.